0: Guys, welcome back to another episode of Almost Better Than Silence. I'm AJ, here with Doug and Bren today, and we're going to blow your faces off.
1: Oh, ba, fuck. Ba, 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 ba. Uh, setting the bar way too high for oh. this show. <sighs>
2: oh my <they can't> god, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Charlie's at the trees!
1: Uh, well, how's everyone doing? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I
1: hope this is your first episode listening. <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's Well, do you, do you say every episode someone's first episode, so...
0: Yeah. Um. I I mean, I guess. (laughs) Uh, I'm alright.
1: That's good.
0: Is this season two? Is this this the start of season two? (laughs) Oh, God.
2: Um, We're new characters. I'm the smart one. Bast is the dumb one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I need you to talk exclusively about programming. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Computer construction.
2: Um, I built a new computer and I dented the case while trying to build it because I got so fucking mad at it and I just kept punching it all day. That's actually true.
1: (laughs) god damn it (laughs) but um well this is a video game podcast let's get to it um we haven't heard from AJ in a while uh what have you been up to these days
0: um still on that that Pokemon that Pokemon tip uh sweet sweet Pokemon fucking around with the the those uh super supercell games on the phone supercell games the clash
2: games oh
1: oh okay
0: but
2: that was like the um, third form of like sell from DBZ.
1: That's what I was thinking too. That's what came to <laughs> mind. DBZ.
0: Yeah. What else have I been playing? Uh, got back into destiny, but, uh, Oh yeah. I traded my PS4 in <coughs> for an Xbox one. Ooh, scandalous. Yeah. yeah cause all my friends. All my friends have it. They have Xbox one. So it's like, we're all going to play together. I got to play the division for a little bit. Oh, I hear that. that's pretty disappointing. <laughs> it is. It is. It's, uh, that's, it's, it's, it's actually, uh, I had a feeling it was going to be just because it's based off of the same formula as Destiny, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, but take out all the super creative, space awesome stuff. space shit and yeah. just put it like a pathogen that kills humanity. And that's pretty much it. I really got annoyed just seeing like a gameplay of it where like, you were like a black ops special
2: agent with all these guns and artillery, and you had to defend like a point. And it's literally just some dude in a hoodie wearing like a knit cap running at you with a knife, and you're shooting him like point blank like six times in the face, and he won't go down. It's like the. F- and it's not even like The Last of Us where they're like zombies.
0: Like it's just a dude. They're fucking homeless people. They're just like yeah. the, the whole thing. You're, you're supposed to be like trying to save the dredges of humanity that are left after this pathogen just like wipes out New York City, you're trying to reclaim the city, basically, and put it back together. So what they have you do is shoot civilians. And, uh, that sounds like the dumbest fucking premise to a video game ever. Like, why, that make it makes zero fucking sense. Um, I, I, I've heard anyone who plays it, it's like, it's good for, like, a solid week. And then
2: after that, you never touch it again.
0: It came with it came with the Xbox One that I traded for. Ah, oh, gotcha. So I was like, whatever, because I wanted I wanted the Quantum Break one, but it wasn't out yet. I feel like the games that come bundled with the consoles, like it was like Lego Indiana Jones and
2: Kung Fu Panda, the video game for the 360. Like those are the games they already know is going to be shit, so they're trying to get as many copies out as they can by <laughs> bundling it with the system. I have Definitely. a weird
0: feeling though that it might it might end up doing the same thing Destiny did, where the expansions literally just turned it into a really good game. I, hopefully, because uh. Destiny, I think they're, they're talking about another expansion this year. Um, towards the holidays, I think they're gonna do an expansion. Hmm. And, uh, and then Destiny 2's coming out next year. So that's like the, that hopefully they explain a lot of stuff in that one, cause there's still a lot of questions I have about the story and shit in Destiny. But I always talk about Destiny, so I don't, I try not to dwell on that. What else did I play? FIFA. I've been playing FIFA a lot. Me and Mark have been talking about the same, like, two
2: games for the last, like, <laughs> Twenty episodes of the podcast. I know, I hate doing that though because I feel like it <laughs> bores the shit out of people. Yeah, but if there's like no new update I just move on.
1: Well, the interesting thing is uh, we talked about it on the show that Microsoft and Sony were talking about being able to have online players play in like the same games and stuff. Do you think that'll be a thing for Destiny? Cross
0: system. Uh, online um, play. I wish I wish it were, but uh, Bungie's very they're very Sony leaning anymore. They uh, almost despise Microsoft. So, like, they're literally... I think they only have the game out so they can make money from Microsoft. Because uh, they, they release like, exclusive guns and, like, all kinds of weird shit for the PS4 version of the game. And that never gets seen for the Xbox One version.
1: Yeah, that's unfortunate for yeah. the Xbox One owner. They're
0: still salty about, like, the whole, like, Halo and shit.
1: Well, that's what I meant. Like, seeing how you went, uh, traded in a PS4 to an Xbox One, like, I was thinking, oh, well, the friends you left behind that used to play Destiny with, uh, you would you still be able to play with them? But uh, I, we'll have to see. That's yet to be seen, I guess.
0: And it's not really that big of a, like, it doesn't hurt me that bad because, like, the people I played Destiny with weren't really, like, friend friends. They're more of acquaintance that I'm, acquaintances that I met, like, in Destiny or, like, through the, uh, the 100 website, which is just like a, it's basically like a matchmaking service you can do online that uh yeah. helps you find other guardians to team up with and do like the raids with cuz there's no matchmaking feature for the end game content in Destiny so you have to, you have to find your own group and it's a uh, kind of frustrating even if it is only like six people but it's frustrating to find six people who are playing at the same time so this way it's like a it's kind of like a scheduling thing where you Put in that, oh, I'm doing this raid at this time and I'm in search of this many, this many, uh, players to join me. And then they literally sign up for it on the website and you'll get like a notification, uh, in your like email or whatever. What I usually do is like I would stay on the site and just watch and see if anyone jumps in. Then once you're full, they can't, you can't add any more people, but you can have like people who will fi- fill in, like people who want to fill in if someone can't show up. Mm-hmm. And then you just send, for, like, at the start time of when you want to start doing the raid, you just send party requests to all the people. It sounds like an MMO, but if you
2: weren't able to use a keyboard, like, on a console.
0: Yeah, you, it's like you have, to, you have to actually use a computer or, like, a tablet to use the website. Like, I don't think you can do it on the on the ex, game. Xbox One. It's uh-huh. like a secondary matchmaking service that wasn't even made by Bungie. It was just some uh-huh. guy decided to do it on his own, and it's really, really good. So, like, it, your profile includes like your average like it includes like how many characters you have and like what their levels are what their gear levels are so people know what they're getting into when they join your group. That's um, neat. yeah it's it's really cool because there's plenty of stuff that you can't you just can't do by matchmaking in destiny which is one of the most frustrating parts of the game hmm. but uh yeah hopefully hopefully they uh, decide to include that but I don't think they will because I think they like sort of forcing people to get out of their comfort zone. And, like, talk to people online. Yeah. We want to make you
2: uncomfortable.
0: <laughs> That's cool. And I play a lot of FIFA now, too. I, I have... Uh, I got my friends the FIFA, so we play FIFA. Oh, nice. It's fun.
1: Awesome.
2: I think I've seen more broken controllers from, like, FIFA and, like, sports games and stuff in college.
0: Well, there are some legitimate, like, bullshit, like, <laughs> things that happen in the game. Just, like, stuff you can't control, like... The computer takes likes to take control of the the goalie a lot and pull him out of the net. Um, when people are coming up to like on like a one on one situation, they like to try to come up to cut off the shot, yeah. but you can just dribble around him <laughs> and just like shoot get shooting to an open net. Basically, it's very easy to beat the goalie one on one. That's really frustrating. My friend knows how to like kind of do it, so he. I mean, we had two games. He beat me. Four nothing the first game, and then th- I lost three to two the second game. Yeah, so that, that's frustrating as shit. <laughs> that's FIFA for you.
1: I'd love to uh, face off against you. I used to play a couple of the previous FIFA games, so maybe I'd stand a chance. But who knows? Those games, it it feels like you really have to keep up with, or else you lose your touch.
0: It's a uh, yeah. Now there's like a whole there's like a release system and shit for when you're kicking, it's like when you're doing pretty much anything that involves moving the ball around. Besides dribbling, you Isn't have that to, all uh, of soccer. <laughs> like besides besides just like moving up and down the pitch with the ball, Uh you have to like for passing and shit. It's all like literally button holds. So like and different uh, like types a, of passes and shit. Like a gauge system. Yeah, except you you don't see the like you see the gauge, but it's like on the bottom of the screen underneath whatever like ball handler you're using's like name, hmm. and it's, it's really small and you can't really. It's basically just like you learn it. Over time, like playing the game, you learn to just intuit how long you need to hold the button for like certain distances and shit. Same with scoring, like when you're shooting the ball, like you're holding down the shoot button, the B button in this case, uh, determines like how far or how hard you're gonna kick the ball. Yeah. And it's, and then there's also aiming with the left stick while you're doing that and trying to like keep the ball away from defenders at the same time. It gets really complicated when you get close to the net. Um, it's it's rough
1: well here's a question for you as like a new xbox one owner um i actually hung out with an old high school friend recently and he had an xbox one and his main complaint was i liked the interface of the xbox 360 better it seems just more generally just clunky and he's just not a fan of uh how it just navigates from like one screen to the next, and I kind of saw what he was saying, and I do remember, I recall the 360's interface. Uh, what's what's your take on that? Do you like the new uh, interface more or less?
0: I mean, it takes getting used to. It's okay. Um, I won't ever love it like I love the PS4 uh, interface. The PS4 interface probably the best one, um, and that was literally just like a uh, like an upgraded. PS3 interface, which I also thought was fantastic and better than the 360s.
1: Me too. Um, yeah, I, I definitely attest to that. Yeah,
0: 360s not bad. It's definitely ahead of the Xbox One. And it's a good interface. It's oh yeah, it is very clunky on the Xbox One.
1: That's a lot of jumping around. Yeah, it's like a, kind of a step backwards as far as the smoothness of the interface. Uh, it, it kind of, but it's yeah, not smooth.
0: <laughs> yeah, the issue is that they have like too, there are too many bars going on. Like, there's a top bar that brings you to whole different uh pages and then there's also the sidebar which brings you into like your friends list and shit and that like the just the addition of those two like having those two bars makes it really really clunky and it like hitting the b button too many times sometimes will just randomly launch games on you oh god um like if you back out of things sometimes it'll just automatically launch whatever cd you have in your in your console
1: Weird. It's odd. One thing I will give it credit for, though, uh, I I first got my hands on an Xbox One controller, and goddamn, is that thing really nice? I really like the ergonomic feel to it. It's just great.
0: It is a. Uh, it is pretty good. I got a. Uh, I bought little toggle covers for mine because I don't like how small their toggles are. Um, like how like I, you've like used the the 360 controller is pretty much like one of the best controllers I've ever played a game with. Like. It fits in your hand super nice and the toggles are like the perfect size. They made them so small, like they're shrunk down.
1: Yeah, it's and, dramatically smaller. Yeah.
0: And so I bought the covers, the rubber covers for, for them to basically make them, uh, Xbox 360 toggles again. And they're, uh, it feels a lot better in my hand. The, um, the PS4 I like, I still like more though than the, the Xbox One controller because they change like they change the way the controllers laid out between the ps3 and the ps4 and it's it's more curvy it's a it's a nice controller yeah the like women like i like my controllers curvy
1: well this <laughs> kind of segues into what I was gonna bring up for um not games i've been playing but uh, well, let me just get those out of the way. Grim Dawn, obviously, I'm a- addicted. I'm like level 34 or something. And then Oh, I off- shit. Uh, yeah, it's crazy how much I've progressed in that game in such a little amount of time. Um, and also, this game that I just recently found out about called Hyper Light Drifter, it is just an, a, a beautiful, uh, kind of Dark Souls-y a uh, pixelated RPG adventure um it it's very similar to that of uh, Titan Souls meets um I don't I don't really know but like I said Dark Souls uh in difficulty is what it's compared to a lot but the graphics and colors are just astounding. Like it's a visual masterpiece. Uh, the fact that it's pixel graphics uh, gives it all sorts of brownie points for me and most of the people on this podcast. Um, in general, it looks like one of the most exciting indie games uh, of 2016 this far. And I just started playing it the other night, and it is so fun. It's uh, I can tell I'm going to be addicted to that, and going to be streaming the shit a shit a, a shitload of that in the future. <laughs>
2: going to be streaming a shit. I'm going to be streaming uh, a shit. <laughs> I heard one complaint with it though is it was made in like a one of those like RPG Maker like programs you can get on Steam and you can do 60 FPS in that system if you start it from the very beginning. But I've heard with HyperLite Drifter, it the guy created it in 30 at the very beginning. And normally I don't give a shit about that, but since it's like a lot of dexterity and like like Dark Souls like rolling and dodging and hitting at the right moment and it's so quick that, like, having a lower frame rate kind of hinders it, like, it's tough to play.
1: Interesting. I'm gonna have to get back to you on that, if that actually uh, affects my gameplay, but, uh, for the most part on Steam, it's got very positive reviews, but no, that, I see what you're saying, that would affect, uh, the combat and stuff, or the pace of it all.
2: Yes, i heard, especially with, like, boss battles, it's really difficult.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Even though, like, I love these games, like, I just know they're gonna be super difficult, like titan souls for instance that game was a (laughs) bitch (laughs) i played that uh for a very long time but it was really satisfying when you would actually make that crazy shot to finally kill the boss but uh this game is really exciting i started playing it highly recommend it and i'll keep you guys posted as i make progress hopefully i'll have some uh cool boss stories to talk about as i progress through that um but what i was gonna say as far as uh uh, segueing into the whole controller talk I ended up pre-ordering Dark Souls 3 uh, at the time of this recording it's coming out tomorrow on Steam so gonna oh, nice. download that motherfucker ASAP uh, but I actually pre-ordered the deluxe edition which comes with I think the soundtrack, the season pass and there was an option to bundle in a Steam controller which typically Steam controllers are like 50 bucks I think and like uh, with the sale and bundle and percentage off of the, the whole thing uh it came to like be like 20 bucks to add on a steam controller i was like why the hell not i'd love to try it out and talk about it on the show so that should be showing up in the mail in the next couple of days and i can talk a little more in depth on how that functions and what it's like but i was like looking at the videos of it all and it's just interesting like the trackpad and it's got like one analog stick and in general i'm really excited to see if i'll be able to adapt to it and it'll make my gaming experience a little more uh easy on steam
2: yeah i remember Um, I think it ended now. Yeah, it's over now. But XCOM 2 had, like, a bundle where you could buy it, and you can get the Steam controller, like, pretty cheap if you buy it with the game. But I thought that was a very odd... Like, Dark Souls, I understand why you would get a controller with. But, like, XCOM 2 is a turn-based strategy game. Like, you really don't want to use a controller you want like a mouse well
1: that's the thing about it like even watching those like the trailer for the steam controller like the games they're playing aren't even games you would typically expect to play a controller with like obviously they showcase some of those games but then they do show like turn-based like things you would expect like you'd want your hands on a keyboard and a mouse but it's just trying to showcase that it's capable of uh being that alternative and like more like in your hands i don't know i i As someone who typically does plug in a PS3 controller on, like, most Steam games that have uh, controller support, like, I'm excited to try it out.
2: Yeah, I could see how it works, but it's, you know, it's like using a Wii. Like, I can see how you could use a Wii remote and Nunchuck to fight in Super Smash Bros., but God knows I'm going to be using that GameCube GameCube controller if it's available.
1: (laughs) Exactly. No, I know what you mean. And, well, and then... In all of that, I pre-ordered Dark Souls. Like I know we don't typically pre-order shit, but the fact that uh, it was enticing me with the whole Steam controller thing, I was like, "Why the hell not?" And I'm a huge Dark Souls fan supporter. I've been playing since Demon Souls, uh, and Demon it's Souls. and honestly, I think there was actually a discount <laughs> included uh, on the purchase if you had prior Dark Souls games. So I was like, "Well, that's nice, like that they oh, continued uh, that they give you that credibility." Um, mm-hmm so in general i'm just so fucking excited to play that tomorrow you have no (laughs) idea like my eyes are bleeding like looking at the like the trailers like uh there was like this one video that really put in perspective like showing how it progressed from demon souls dark souls dark souls 2 to where we're at now and like the graphics are just ridiculous it's like literally like i hope my computer can handle it
0: (laughs) now is that the is that gonna be is that just the na launches tomorrow yeah, yeah. because I could in have pan, I could have played it on my Xbox.
1: Oh, I know, yeah. I know that it. Really I could have played it like last
0: week or two Japan weeks ago or whatever. Or something. Exactly. You just go in and change your your uh, what well, your system's from to j- j- Japan, I think, and then you can.
1: Because they could, what like, they switch. did was
0: there are no there were no there were no, uh, there were no locks. locks. Yeah, region locks on the Xbox One. That's yeah. wild. Yeah, we talked
2: about it earlier. Uh, in earlier episode, we were saying like this isn't the first time. Xbox has done that, so people are kind of speculating now if Microsoft's doing that on purpose. It's absolutely on
0: purpose. Yeah, yeah. It's which gives them an so, edge. It's a sneaky move. It's a dirty move. It's but, awesome. I love it. Like it's the it's, <laughs> yeah. the it's like the one thing that well, actually, backwards compatibility is a big a big thing that uh, if Sony wants to really stay in the lead, they need to get their shit together with that
1: agreed, I don't understand that at all, but what they're
0: still in the lead because they have a superior console and it's like just doing better overall the games the mm-hmm. games are good, but uh the issue is that there's no like separating ips right now, so the consoles are yeah. literally just competing hardware base and Sony has a better hardware base than uh than um, Microsoft Microsoft does, yeah, so once that evens out, it's gonna be i p based and I think I'm trying to think of like exclusives for the, like, Halo, but that Halo's been going downhill since 4. Well, we looked at it, I looked Gears at it a while four. ago. Gears, but Gears 4 is gonna be there's
2: fantastic. Like maybe 17 exclusives just for Xbox One. Yeah. Like, the rest are either both, or, like, I think PS4 has, like, maybe 50 exclusives and stuff. Like, Xbox really doesn't have a lot going for it, exclusive-wise.
0: Yeah. Well, you're what you're looking at is more of, like, I think that they have the The name, like the brand, exclusives, like the Halos and the Gears and Mm -hmm. the backwards compatibility with the Xbox 360 really helps because there were a lot of 360 exclusives that, uh, that people enjoyed. Um, and they have, they've been getting a lot of timed releases. Like I got the new Tomb Raider, even though I said that I wasn't going to, just just because I got rid of my PS4, so there wasn't a point in me waiting anymore. Um, (laughs) I feel like this episode is just like we're hypocrites. I said we wouldn't pre-order, we pre-ordered. You
1: know, I said we wouldn't I'm get Tomb Raider, I get Tomb Raider. Shit on it though. Like I'm not backing <laughs> away from it. Yeah. Um, yeah, we recognize our our issues.
0: <laughs> but yeah, and then like this week, the beta, like, or not this week, I guess. No, actually, I guess. Fuck, I need to get that installed. If you install the <laughs> Gears, the Gears, uh, the like remastered for Xbox One, you get early access to the Gears of War four beta that they're doing this month. Wow. And that was the main reason that I, uh, that I Got purchased an Xbox. an Xbox One, like one of the main reasons, cause all my friends play Gears of War and that's like our main group game that we play together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to be playing a shit ton of Gears of War 4 beta when it comes out. I think the beta officially launches for everyone on the 18th, but I bet there's some like shit that they give you for like the final version of the game if you have the remastered edition of Gears 1.
1: Alright, well, cool. one really enticing thing about Xbox One is just the fact that, yeah, well, it's an exclusive that everyone knows Halo. Like, I, that's just a game that growing up meant so much to me. Uh, when I did stop at my friend's house and uh, he, like, showed me his Xbox One and let me play a couple games, one of the games he showed me was the Halo Anniversary Edition or something, like, the total, like, everything yes. encompassed. And that is probably the coolest game I've ever, like, encountered. Like, I they, that that. I give so much credit to that development team to be able to uh, take all the old games literally remake them all with the new graphics and then have the ability to toggle from what the old game looked like to what it's been updated to uh, during the gameplay. I guess that's uh, Halo 2 and later, whatever, uh, specifically, or that just Halo 2. As
0: uh, Halo the, 1 and Halo 2, I think.
1: Well, the thing with Halo 1, I don't know if you can um, toggle during cutscenes, but uh, in the Halo 2 version, you can toggle during cutscenes, during everything. It's like, it's fucking unbelievable, but it was actually uh, quite hilarious because as i was uh playing halo 2 and toggling back and forth i ended up like triggering a glitch where uh the general like you know how like he like gets in like this like kind of um monorail thing as you like uh go i don't it's it's ridiculous he (laughs) he got like stuck on the outside of the door and he was like being dragged the whole way and i was like (laughs) oh my god it was the strangest looking thing ever that's great but no, that that was just seriously impressive and it made me like think to myself, like, I don't want to own a Xbox One, but if there was a reason to, it's this because like I love the old Halo games so much and I could revisit that, actually play with people online and do like the old maps, like revisited and it's just so fucking exciting. Like what a what a cool thought and what
2: a time to be alive.
1: It's a lot of effort too, so good good on them. But also I don't know. It also makes me think I would never need to hold on to my original Xbox or anything, and I could toss all like the original, like Halos, because once you have that, you have it all. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess we heard about what I've been playing. How about you, Bren? Uh,
2: yesterday I actually went over to buddy's house and got my hands on a Wii U, which, like I said, be I think is the best console right now. Um, so we played a bit of Mario Maker, which. God, guys, fucking those levels are just bullshit. It's so much fun to make levels though. (laughs) They're either the hardest thing on the planet or they're the auto-win levels where you don't actually move and it wins it for you. And like there's no in-between. So it's just like, fucking come on, guys. Like I know a lot of kids make them too, but it's just like, it's exhausting. (laughs) Um, Play Super Smash Brothers for the Wii U, which I'm getting better at, and it's fucking great. I love it. Um, I will say though, I mean, all the old characters that used to be really shitty, like Samos and Yoshi, are now good, like, pretty decent, if not good. And then all the good characters, like Kirby and stuff, are now shit. And uh, a lot of DLC characters are fucking filthy. Like, it's just... Cloud, dirt. Cloud Bayonetta, uh, I think Robin, like, they're just so fucking good. Like, you, I can't imagine they're allowed in, like, actual tournaments. If you're playing with Final
0: Smash on Cloud, is like, pretty much unbeatable. I, I, we never play with Final Smash. I've never yeah, seen it. Yeah, I know. My, me and my New friends Smash. never played with Final Smash on. Like, we just hate that stupid, like, that bauble that comes onto the screen that you have to get.
2: Yeah. I, I think my buddy said he's never played with items on.
0: Well, on he, the, used, Wii U. the cloud uses Omni Slash if you.
2: Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. But, like, fucking Bayonetta is so, I love her, but it's just, like, so unfair. It's amazing, though. Um, so I played those. I beat Metal Gear Solid Five, so you guys won't have to hear me talking about it anymore. Good, good. Well, I I beat it as much as you can beat it. There's a chapter two after the main story, but while they were working on chapter two, uh, Kojima left Konami, so it's kind of assumed that it's never going to actually be
0: finished. It's yeah, it's an unfinished game, and it probably will never, never yeah. come to fruition.
2: So, I did as much as I wanted to, like, and I didn't do any, like, the grinding stuff. Like, I did as much of the story as I could in Chapter 2 and just moved on. Uh, fucking rock solid game, though. Like, all around. It's still great. Cause they do end, like, the main story. And it is satisfying at, like, ch- at mission 31 or so. So, I still recommend it. Um, so I'm fucking done with that. So I'm done with Metal Gear Solid 5, and I'm done with Witcher. So, you know what that means? I fucking bought me some XCOM 2. I know, I saw... God uh, damn it, I love it.
1: Yeah, I figured you'd <laughs> probably be... I love it! Wait, how many hours do you have in this game in such a short amount of time? It's pretty impressive.
2: Uh, So, I think I bought it, like... I checked, like... So, technically, after a little over two days, like, maybe, like, two days and, like, five hours or so, I had 22 hours in it. Because, <laughs> like, fuck. I did, like... And this is the thing with like Witcher and Metal Gear, I'd be playing and I'm like, alright, I'd I'd lose a mission and look at the clock and I'm like, alright, I've been playing for like five hours. I'm gonna take a break and some lunch or something. But like, X Hump, I literally don't even realize. Like, alright, I'll just, I'll get back to the base, I'll save the game. And then I'll move on. And as soon as I get back to the base, like an emergency happens, I'm like, fuck, I gotta do this now while I still remember to do it. And then I do it and I get more supplies. So I go back to the base, build new equipment so I can don't waste the supplies next time I log on. And like, it just doesn't end. There's always something to do. So I always lose track of time. And like, both day, like the two days I played it, I just played for like 12 hours straight each day. Like, oh God, I love it, but it's so hard. And there's a thing called the Avatar Project, which is like, if the aliens get this, you pretty much lose automatically. Like, there's a little progression bar, and it's super annoying because I they end up getting it the first time I played because I was still learning how. And if they get it all the way, it's not an instant lose. Instead, they give you 20 days in game to like delay the progress somehow to kind of counter it. So it gives you one final chance. But I was like two continents away from the closest place where I could halt their progress. Oh god! And there's no way I could get enough resources enough connections and, like, enough allies to, like, connect through those countries then attack that base when all my soldiers were already dead or, like, and, like, have PTSD. So I'm just like, fuck! Now I just got 20 days of, like, the walk of shame, where I just have to keep playing for 20 days until I get the game over screen. And I just said, fuck it, and I restarted it, and now I'm doing a a lot better. Like, so much better. But, like, holy shit, I love that game! (laughs) There's still a ton of, like, bullshit, and there's, like, a lot of glitches where a guy will use his grenade launcher instead of his, like, minigun, and then the character never switches back, but he'll still... He'll he'll be holding the grenade launcher, but he'll be shooting, like, the minigun, like, glitch. So there's still, like, bugs, but it's nothing too game-breaking. Um, there's a mod out there for anyone's playing called Stop Wasting My Time and Shut Up Bradford, which just get rid of all these, like, weird pauses they'll take every now and then, so you'll just take, like, five-second pauses after an enemy attacked or something. So... With FireAxis, the developers, they integrated all the mods into the game, so you don't have to, like, hack into them or something. Like, it just flows so easily, and it makes it so much better, because, like, all the mods fix any problems that were with it on release. I got, like, fucking all the Mass Effect mods, so, like, all my characters are Mass Effect soldiers. (laughs) Uh, I got the Republic Commando mods from Republic Commando, so I got, like, all the Stormtroopers and Clone Troopers. Oh, it's fucking great. I just love the game so much, and I'm just... I find myself like I might need to get braces again cuz I find myself like slowly grinding my teeth when like just fucking bullshit happens. <laughs> but like ah oh, this is like the closest I come to like masochism cuz I hate it but I love it so much and I'm just so pumped and I'm just going to be playing it forever.
1: Nice. Yeah, the the only thing that's really got me that hooked is that Grim Dawn lately. I can I can see myself playing that till the end of the year if not longer, probably starting multiple characters. But um I do have uh or I think I hear the n- the nerdy news train coming down the pipes Uh, but uh so for once we have something like uh what's the word topical um so i heard in the nerd realm that uh kingdom hearts 3 everyone wants to know when the release date is well we're never going to find that out because it's probably never coming out but uh they keep teasing us and one of the latest teases is that they're going to be adding Uh, Star Wars and Avengers levels to Kingdom Hearts 3, which is great and all, because it's like, wow, that's going to be exciting Uh fucking Sora encounters Iron Man and fucking Chewbacca, or whatever the fuck. (laughs) But it's just like, instead of you guys announcing that more levels are being added, it's just like, stop adding levels to the game and just release the motherfucker, because like
2: like here's more characters for adding to the game which means it's going to be another two more years exactly it comes out. <laughs> it's already so
1: late in development it's like why are you adding to it why don't you think, take those ideas and be like maybe that'll be in Kingdom Hearts 4 but they're probably going to try think to that
0: might you think that might have just been a, a leak for now? Uh, stuff that they've already... Because like, Disney purchased the rights to those uh, franch... They've had the rights to those franchises for a long time now. Yeah. So I find it hard to believe that they haven't already been making those levels Like yeah. previously, they, that they just leaked that, they, that they're in the game to okay. increase the hype. Yeah, I doubt they just started making those now. All right,
1: well, that makes a lot more sense. And yeah, well, the leak happened about a week ago of this recording. So it's relatively news... Uh, I don't know. In general, I'm excited though because I do love Star Wars and I really did enjoy The Force Awakens. So, but the interesting thing is from what I read is that the in the timeline of the Star Wars universe where Sora comes into play is going to actually be uh between the events of the end of episode 6 and before The Force Awakens. So, like no Ooh. Rey or no BB-8 or anything.
0: But there might be uh story hints that link to like Well, probably not. Probably not, because it's, I mean, yeah. going to be re- like, actively interfering in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. yeah. But uh, maybe. maybe there's a hint of who her parents are.
1: I think, no, what's really <laughs> <No. laughs> going to happen is he's, it's Goofy. It's going to be a level where, uh, Sora, Donald and Goofy encounter Han Solo and Chewie, uh, as they're doing some kind of smuggling trade and you got to help them out of a bind or something.
0: <laughs> just imagine Goofy yelling at Jawas.
1: Go on, get out of here. <laughs> but I yeah. hope
0: I hope they talk about Luke and the, the new Jedi temple that he was like making. Yeah, that'd be interesting. They just- maybe like introduce like the whole uh Ben Ben Solo.
1: Oh God! I don't know if we character. mentioned this on the podcast, like literally, maybe in like the first ten episodes. But like, imagine a a Keyblade that's a lightsaber. lightsaber. That'd be so dope. Yeah,
2: I could see that. They happening. gotta do it.
1: Oh God! All right. Well, that's exciting. And then, uh,
2: well, uh, I was worried when I heard this because you know Disney's so cartoony and stuff, and anthropomorphized animals or personified animals but then i've like thought of like final fantasy and kingdom hearts where they're, they do people right like the sort of realistic people like they did tron pretty good yeah, exactly. and so. they
0: also like they they're not above changing what the main characters look like to fit the universe that they land on like what world they're in mhm so like
2: yeah i'm just interested to see uh, yeah, how yeah you know what
0: i mean like they could easily like make them look more realistic for that place like make Make, uh, the three of them, like, change the way they look so that they fit in more with the universe. They get, like, the hyper realism, like, in those Spongebob, like, That'd shots. Be aw- dude, I would kill, <laughs> dude, I would kill myself if they hyper realized those three. I would be so happy if they tried to, like, force them into the Star Wars universe. Like, make so them. So happy you end your life. Like, if they actually made Sora look like a teenage boy in the Star Wars universe, I would, like, freak out. He actually looks like, uh, Jesse McCarthy, or who voices Sora? No,
2: he vo- he voices Roxas.
0: It's us. Haley Joel Osment. Haley Joel Osment. Yeah. Wait, right. And he's like a chubby bastard. Though. <laughs> that <would> be <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Um, but no, one other thing I wanted to bring up since it's like, oh, well, Star Wars is coming to Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, another thing in the Star Wars news is that a trailer for the new movie Rogue One, a Star Wars story uh, came out. Uh, what, did you, mm-hmm. what were your thoughts on that?
2: I uh, did not see it. I am super excited. I didn't see anything with Star Wars, and I really enjoyed not knowing the story going in so i'm trying to do that with like all movies now and i'm trying not to see trailers or not to see hints and stuff oh well, that's been- a
1: smart uh move and i went into uh the force awakens the same way not even seeing a trailer but this one i did happen to catch and it looks interesting uh it's just kind of like an offshoot like it doesn't really uh I don't know. I guess this—it's kind of a similar setting of when Sora is going to find Han and Chewie. It's like after Episode Six. No, no, no. no. This
0: one, this one's before Episode Four. Oh,
1: that's right. No, I got that confused. You're absolutely yeah, right. Yeah. It's a
0: prequel oh. to Episode Four. Wow. It's it's the story of how they get the plans to the Death Star. You're
1: absolutely right. That's uh, the, right. Okay.
0: Yeah, it's all. It's going to be cool shit. It's about the oh. team that gets the plans. Wow. Be interesting.
1: That is pretty cool and I'm I don't know, more anyone who's love loves the Star Wars uh universe should just be happy about that one as long as it uh doesn't fuck anything up.
0: <laughs> well, it can't do any worse than episode one.
1: <laughs> Very true.
0: You know, and everyone says that, but episode no. two was absolutely the worst one out of those three.
1: I, I kind of agree with that too. And I, episode when two I, I was saw, boring as fuck. I saw episode one when I was like what eleven or something. So but when it was then when I was that old, I was like, wow, this movie's cool. But like in retrospect, I'm like, okay.
2: <laughs> I honestly wonder with episode one, if you took out kid Anakin and you took a Jar Banks, like, would it be as bad as people give a shit for? Like, I think those two are just so fucking annoying, and the kid who played Anakin just grew up to be such a fucking asshole that people like hated more than you know than judging just based on the film itself.
0: Not even, so, like, it, Kid Anakin was whatever, if his lines would have been as, like, like he's a child actor, like, they're not, like, they're generally not, not really that great. good. Like, yeah. They could have toned down, like, his expression with some of those lines. He didn't have to be so crazy expressive, like, the shit he says. Like, he, this, he screamed every line, pretty much.
2: Yeah. But now this is pod racing, so you gotta yeah like <laughs> I mean
0: you could you could absolutely tone that shit down though and do, like better writing would have helped, but if cutting jar jar out would have been nice, but yeah. that's if they would have known that he wasn't going to be the bad guy like after the first movie
2: i I do not believe in that sith Lord Jar jar banks have you watched all. all
0: the videos have you seen I, that, I have a pamphlet I fl- for you. <laughs> no, that is so not believable. I
2: don't want to go into the Church of Scientology. AJ. No, uh, like
0: no. I think honestly that he was meant to be a bigger, a bigger part of that universe. Just
2: basically, I think he might have been meant to be a bigger part of the universe. I could agree to that, but I don't think he was meant to be a Sith Lord. And all those little moments are adding up to be him like being the big, like the Sith Master behind the Emperor. Because I feel like that's giving George Lucas way too much
0: credit. Did you see? Yeah, but that. He's also folded under the pressure, like, after that movie came out. It was like, fuck Jar Jar Binks, fuck George Lucas, fuck this, like, and then that's like where, that was like the, the beginning of the end of George Lucas making, like, characters, because that trilogy is supposed to be like the foil to the original trilogy that came out in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. It was, it was a, it was meant to be like the opposite, where the hero instead of becoming, like the main character instead of becoming a hero becomes a bad guy, and someone you didn't expect is actually powerful which would have been jar jar's character and was yoda in the original trilogy um I, like there's just there were a lot of mirrors he, he tried to make mirrors like a mirror image but like the opposite yeah so that if that makes sense he says in the it's like one of the deleted things like one of the extras on the DVD for the first one he they they're talking they're in like character design and doing like um, story building and shit, and George Lucas is like, this all comes down to Jar Jar. He's like the key to everything. I remember like, seeing. He that. says that on the on the like the deleted scene thing. Jar Jar is the key to all this.
1: If we get Jar Jar working, because he's a funnier character than we've ever had in any
0: movies before. Well, like Jar Jar is the key to this whole this whole story or whatever to this whole thing, and I was like, <laughs> just like whoa. started pooping everywhere.
2: Then he should have been more confident in it and it didn't change it on mm. the whim. Yeah, everyone said, like, this guy's annoying as shit. Because like, I think it would have,
0: they would have freaked out if he would have ended up being the main bad guy, because he's supposed to be like the phantom menace. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, it, like, people freaked out at the end of uh, Sixth Sense. Like, it's good when people freaked out, because it's a twist they didn't see coming.
0: The issue is so it was a more slow confidence. burn, it was a three movie burn. Like, that's, uh, usually you can't pull that, like, something like that's really fucking hard to pull off, and he just, he panicked. And I think that's honestly where he might have been going with it. It seems uh, like uh, something he would have been building towards, because that's just Lucas. He's weird as shit with stuff like
1: that. I still think that's far-fetched. And I'm yeah. gonna make an executive decision and say no more Jar Jar talks on this episode. <laughs> Lisa! <laughs> no!
0: No, no, uh, no. Uh, no. But, uh, speaking- uh,
2: uh, well, I'll jump on this real quick to uh, live action, like, movies and stuff. Uh, they're set to f- start filming a live-action full mount of movie this year, which I am woefully against. I do not think this will be good at all. How do you, do, like, no mad- no amount of special effects
0: could ever make that work.
2: No, it's purely animation. Like, it is, it is the best in what it was already. Like, they had two movies that were great. Like, just fucking leave it alone. Let that series have a nice, peaceful death. Yeah. Because Death Note has, like, what six live action movies now, and it's always the same fucking story. Like there's never more. It's just Death Note told in live action, and it's never good. Like it's not like an adjunct to the no, the story. It's, just, it's the same yeah, it's story, just same thing. And they're never good. Like they always look worse. So it's like just fucking don't.
0: Unless it's like a realistic style anime, like a show that's just uh like a show that's not. Well, like Death Note is pretty realistic,
2: except for the Shinigami that follows, like light. All of them around. And some of them have done well with making Ryu can CGI. But, like, Fullmetal Alchemist, no way. It's way too fantastical to, like, to be done in practical effects and stuff. But even with... Like, like Naruto? How-
0: Naruto the movie?
2: Oh. Just... Fucking Naruto. <laughs> I, when I was hanging out with my buddy last night, I actually, like, tried to catch him up on everything about Bleach. Because I'm still reading Bleach. And he dropped off, like, in, like chapter, like, 150. And he, like, I slowly was coming to realize how fucking insane I am for keeping up with such a fucking <laughs> awful story. Like I was explaining what's happening, and he's like, "This doesn't make sense." I was like, "I know, I know." Every fucking week, I know it doesn't make sense. I'm still fucking reading it, and I'm losing my mind. Like I was on the verge of tears because I was like, "Going." At least there insane. was like a weird a ass
0: natural progression for Naruto, like for the like the run of the, co- of, the of the manga.
2: Yeah, it just went on too long. Like this. I, I got a few problems with Naruto. I got a lot of fucking problems with Bleach. A lot of problems. So,
0: like, it's, like, One Piece, Naruto, Bleach, like, in order. One Piece, I feel like that's a show I could get into, except it's, like, 700 fucking episodes right now. Well, it's,
2: like, like chapters, like, 860 or something. But I say One Piece is good because it always had a sense of humor, and it jumped the shark immediately. It never took itself so seriously. Yeah,
0: it never got to, like, oh, yeah, like, we're gonna be, like, sweet pirates, and we're gonna... Yeah. and the like, first... Th- the first big bad guy is
2: a clown that can sh- like take apart his body like it was ridiculous to begin with, and they knew it and that's what keeps it great
0: as well as other stuff. there are but, like, cool like serious moments where like the characters sort of like it's almost like a realization of potential for the characters because yeah. I've seen the first like 50 episodes of one piece, and that's amazing to say because that's like an entire series on its own and the story mm-hmm. has no end in sight um I would say if you want to get into one of the big major
2: three of like the Shonen stuff, pick one piece and forget the other two. Well, I mean, I've already, I've already
0: completed the manga for Naruto, and I yeah. probably might just see the movies, honestly. The, cause those, nothing like the matters. movies, the movies it's have nothing. Well, the, yeah, I know, but I like, I enjoyed like the movie, the movie Narutos more yeah. than I enjoyed the show sometimes because of like, it's just a movie, like who gives a fuck? Like, it's one of those things. Or well, like true. Naruto the, the Last. Oh, uh, yeah, it's on Steam that way. My alarm's going off. It's on Steam. Mar- Naruto the Last is, is on yeah, steam steam has
2: like movies now for like five bucks or something and i'm pretty sure they're showcasing Naruto the last but damn. also the animation quality for like the fight scenes and the stuff though is really good in the movies
0: damn bren uh yeah. back at it again no nope, fuck you God. stop damn, it <laughs> all
1: right so no more naruto no more uh jar jar and no more <laughs> no jam- more the daniels um but
0: uh how many of those happen like on the regular
1: i don't know but we don't want to know um but let's move on uh are you guys (laughs) executive yeah are you guys interested in playing a conversation game quick before wrapping things up yeah i have a game of what's that sound ready if you guys want to play
2: i don't want to but i guess we will yep we will
0: (laughs) (laughs) what's that sound
1: All right, so we're going to play once that sound. Um, You guys can go ahead and listen to the first sound now. kind of a long one and it's a little I don't know I tried to have something ah, noticeable in the yeah
2: I'm like 95% sure on this one. Oh, well, I have good. no idea and if it's not what I think it is and I say it's definitely not this and then I say something else I will hunt you down dog. well you
1: can't say it's definitely I've, not that so wait, let's get a guess from AJ first and then see yeah. if Brent's right
0: oh god I, I don't I don't even know is it um is it like Shadow of the Colossus or something
1: oh no mm. good guess
0: not a bad guess, yeah, if it's like a non-combat moment in it.
1: Uh Bren, how about you? 95%? If you're wrong, you guys still have one guess left.
2: Do we want to take that gamble? I have a atrocious track record of this game. Uh I was gonna go with Fez.
1: Oh no, it's not that. that I, could see, I could see why you would do that too. <laughs> oh man, this you guys have one guess left between you. You really gotta think about it and we'll play it one more time for the listener. Tell by the music that you guys have a, the right feel and vibe by the games you were guessing, but just think along those lines and what does that lead you it's to?
2: Definitely not God of War. Well, it
1: isn't.
2: Something more relaxing. Game
1: game yeah, yeah, I would say so. I Is it,
2: hmm. I
0: got a guess, but I I have a guess. Like, I was I'll, so I'll, sure. I'll let fast. you both
1: do a guess, just executively, and if either of you are right, I'll count it. But if you're both, I'll wrong, go first because
0: wrong. I don't think I'm right. Okay, go. Mm uh entwined
1: No what's that I've oh. heard of it though
0: It's like a weird um it's a it's it's a it was a PlayStation oh, yeah. game and it had like a lot of chime sounds a lot of like matching up of like Things it's about a fish, a fish, and a bird that like become yeah, be, soulmates. It's this might be your really, game, it looks really psychedelic, dog.
1: I was gonna say, I've actually it's ringing a bell, and I really do want to play that. It looks awesome. Uh, it it's is on fun. PS3, it's- and wow, I will say that, uh, as a hint, that you're pretty damn close to like style. What well, not style, but like, uh, you're getting closer. I don't know how else to put it. Journey, yes oh that is it thank christ you just, just saved that one holy shit because these next was, two are kind of challenging. i was thinking
0: i'm like
2: is
1: there water in churning it, it reminded me of water? like
0: the i don't know you guys probably i'm probably the only one in this trial that's played near but there's like a part of oh, near yeah. that's like in the desert like a desert society and that like kind of sounds like that a little bit and it's very hmm. like legend of zelda it's
1: like- funny as i was considering uh sounds to get i was like well the Atreus played near maybe i could grab a sound from that but i didn't have time <laughs>
0: that but game never, has a lot of weird weird
1: congrats ass sounds bren and. for uh oh, holding that one it. together uh
2: you never take sounds from like saints row or other games i've played <laughs> saints row <laughs> yeah well fuck <laughs> well
1: journey's like just a, a classic cursing. that most people have played and like that is like relaxing and just yeah. gentle casual um all right cool so moving on to round two uh let's play sound number two
0: it sucks when things explode I need to find Nick yeah I'm not I'm gonna, gonna listen to the rest of it I know what the fuck <laughs> is.
2: I gotta guess but I don't know for sure cause I didn't play it but I got a pretty good guess I was
1: gonna say I bet uh, Brand will guess it and I know AJ's got it but what, what's the guess guys
0: lollipop chainsaw. Pop chainsaw. Yep,
1: holy shit, you guys won! <laughs> yeah, very nice. Uh, yeah, wah, wah, I, wah, I, wah, wah, I personally have... More not, air horns! I haven't played that game myself, actually, but... uh,
2: oh, uh the, One of the... I don't know if he was, like, a lead writer or if he was, like... Because he's not a game developer, but he, he does movies, he's a director, was uh, James Gunn, who was the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, and uh, Hero, I think, with uh rain wilson okay uh, yeah so he was like involved with that i don't know exactly how though but he was like one of the major guys involved with it
1: all right guys oh well, i
2: know
0: what you mean it was um oh fuck what the super fuck? super oh, yes that movie was weird as shit yeah it's dark i well, love that movie
1: since you guys won uh i did have a third sound but don't oh, we're not gonna play that i'll save that for another day and actually Can I listen the, to it anyway it's the wrong sound actually so you don't <laughs> you don't want to
0: hear it so we i still i still, out with that. oh it does i don't have permission to view it
1: uh, yeah, I deleted it. Um, the oh, thing fuck. is, uh, because that's... honestly, it was the wrong sound. I, I I'm listening to the bonus, aren't yeah, I? No, that's what I was going to say. Uh, there's a bonus in here, and I want you guys, if someone can tell me what this is, you uh, win all the What's That Sound points uh, forever.
2: <laughs>
1: uh, playing it right <laughs> so now. I'm,
2: so if I guess this, <laughs> I know I'm about to play this fucking game again.
0: Me win the day.
1: Before the 4th of July will no longer as an American holiday. But as the day the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. woo Yeah! yeah. <laughs> Suck it in. Alright, that is excellent. Uh yeah, AJ, you can go ahead and tell listeners and Bren what that is.
0: It's the voice actor for King Kai reading Bill Pullman's speech at the end of Independence
1: Day. Exactly. That is correct. AJ, uh extra bonus points to him. Uh that was an awesome game of what's that sound. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> it's too epic not to.
2: It's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to it, I was like, wait, is this from a game?
1: Like not at all. No, it's just <laughs>
2: I thought it was like destroy all humans, like something that was like kind of like a joke
0: satire sort of thing. Like,
1: I just don't even know how that voice actor that. can do King Kai's voice. That is Well, he's also, I think he's impressive. the same
0: one that does, uh, is he the one that does, he does Goku as well? Oh. Yeah, I think.
1: I think so, uh, yeah. Uh,
2: in English? Because I know the uh, voice actor that does Goku in uh, Japanese, is actually a woman. Yeah. They, That's they, right, yeah. They started out with a woman and they're just like, fuck it, we're not going to fire her, so let's just keep her
1: yeah whatever um all right cool well you guys actually won a game of what's that sound that's uh going down in history uh is there anything we want to do or say before we do some plugs and wrap this up
2: friend's not super incompetent well i like what's that sound i'm a big
0: fan of this now
1: Awesome. I'm glad to hear it. You and Mark only.
0: fucking lose at it all the time. (laughs) This is the the referential humor. You gotta love it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm the baby. Gotta love me. (laughs) But
1: um, I guess not. So let's do some plugs quick. Uh, AJ, where can listeners find you?
0: Uh, They can follow me at xforgetfulx uh, on the Twitter. Uh, That's forgetful with a three for an E. And that same that same... uh, Name will also find me on Xbox Live and even though I got rid of my PS4 on PSN. So uh and pretty much everything actually, so.
1: Cool. And how about you, Bren?
2: I am ABTS Brendan on Twitter, and I was one of the henchmen in Young Justice, which you should watch on Netflix to raise those numbers up. And I was also in XCOM. If you make me an XCOM and I can be a soldier for you and get fucking murdered by a faceless. Like a do every game you were on young Justice, nobody, yeah, sure, I'm just plugging shit I like so people can actually watch it or play it,
1: <laughs> God damn it, I was gonna say nobody understands, Bren,
2: um, and then <laughs> get those numbers up,
1: uh, so listener, if you like our show, uh, please give us a like or follow on Facebook and Twitter, our handles abt silence um I'm personally streaming every Tuesday and Thursday at eight p m on twitch t v uh, slash a b t silence, um so come hang out and chat and say what's up. And yeah, if you guys want to email us suggestions for I was Walrus or What's That Sound, you can always send us an email at almostbetterthansilence at gmail.com. But uh, we really appreciate you guys listening. Tell some friends about the podcast if you think anyone will enjoy us. Also, check out uh, One Track Gamers and the Eerie Canal Theater podcast. Both of them are awesome podcasts and I'm sure most of our listeners will really enjoy if you need something to fill the gap and don't have enough podcasts to listen to. but um, And
2: also listen to Bren's Rage Corner, where I just scream at a microphone for a half an hour every week.
1: Yeah, and dick in a book. Uh, <laughs> dick in a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well thanks for listening and we'll see you next week.
2: See ya.